I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I'm in the middle of planning my own unconventional surprise budget micro-wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If you've never asked people to watch you cut a cake before and you don't plan to start now, you're in the right place. So today we're talking all about how to deal with the people who are upset that they did not get invited to your wedding. This is a topic that is especially important if you're listening in you know, real time, 2020, 2021, everyone is planning these micro weddings or elopements or mini monies, you know, whatever you want to call it. Basically, guest lists are super cut in most places around the world. You're only allowed to have so many people at your wedding. They have to be a certain distance apart. You might not be able to dance or hug or things like that. So naturally, your guest list has to be cut. Um, But even if you're listening to this in a post-COVID world, uh, that sounds lovely. Tell me what it's like. (laughs) This could still be something that you have to deal with because, you know, naturally you have whatever, thousands of friends on social media and they're not all invited to your wedding. You have a cap, the budget tells you how many people you can have or the venue tells you how many people and that's it. So There's definitely going to be some people in your life who are not going to get invited, and unfortunately, some of those people are going to be upset. Now, like I said, if you are planning a wedding in COVID times, you kind of have the best excuse in the book. No one, hopefully, no one is going to be mad at a COVID couple who are not able to have their full guest list because COVID couples are dealing with enough. You're likely dealing with postponements and, you know, venues shutting down, vendors going out of business. You might even have a venue get burnt down uh, with the wildfires happening. So you're definitely dealing with a lot. You know, your guest list might get cut the week of your wedding, thanks to some new regulations. So hopefully nobody is mad at you because it's not your choice. You didn't want to downsize. That's just the reality of the world right now. Of course, there might still be some people who are kind of mad at you, but, um, you know, that sucks because (laughs) COVID really is the best excuse in the book. So if you can blame it on COVID, blame it on COVID. The very first thing I want to say about 
guests or would-be guests who are upset because they didn't get invited to your wedding is you are not responsible for anyone else's feelings. Repeat that, say it to yourself every day, put it up on the mirror, put it on your laptop, put it on your phone. You are not responsible for anyone else's feelings, no matter if someone else is happy or sad or upset or angry, thrilled, surprised, horrified, whatever they are, you are not responsible for their feelings. How somebody chooses to feel, uh, how they choose to react, none of that is your responsibility and it's not something you can control. At the end of the day, you're never going to make everyone happy. You know, if you invited all of these people who you don't really want at your wedding, you're not happy. If you don't invite them, they're not happy. There's always going to be somebody who's who's upset. And since you can only control yourself and you're only responsible for your own feelings, that's the person that you need to be making happy. Because this day is really, it's about you too, right? It's about you and your partner. So when you're going through your guest list and you're trying to decide who to include, really as you're making any wedding planning decisions, you should be basing that on you and your partner. What's going to make you happy? What's important to you? And, you know, not not going crazy, not saying, oh, I'd be super happy if we had, I don't know, an endless lobster buffet or if Beyonce sang at the ceremony because, yeah, duh, I'd like to walk down the aisle to Beyonce too, but I know it's not going to make me happy to be paying off my $100,000 bill to the Knowles Carter family for the rest of my life. So you got to balance, you know, realism with your happiness. But how do you actually deal with those people? Let's make up an example. Let's say you have downsized, you're only going to have, you know, 25 guests at your wedding and your friend, let's call her Beth from university is not making the cut and she's super upset about it and she reaches out and she lets you know hey like I thought I was coming to your wedding I'm feeling so hurt I can't believe I I, you know I'm not on the guest list I was so excited to celebrate with you um yeah so she reaches out to you she's upset so first thing you need to do is just take a beat repeat that same thing I told you before you are not responsible for another person's feelings you are not responsible for the fact that Beth feels upset. Even if she's telling you, you are the reason, that's not true. Her feelings are her own responsibility and you don't control her feelings. So really take a second to accept that, repeat that to yourself. I'm not responsible for Beth's feelings. Also take some time to just cool down and process because you know, even as I was making up that example, I could already feel myself getting kind of tense, right? Like, oh, like I, I would be absolutely gutted if someone sent me a message saying, that they think I'm the reason, you know, why they feel hurt or something I did caused someone else sadness, even though I'm not responsible for their feelings. It, it sucks. It hurts, right? And if you respond right in the moment, you might respond really emotionally. You might, you know, incite some sort of a fight or something between you and Beth. You might get really dramatic. You might bring up stuff from the past that has nothing to do with it. You might apologize and, you know, end up giving in and inviting her to the wedding, even if you don't have the space for her. Lots of things could go wrong if you respond in the moment. So I would definitely encourage you to take a beat, cool down, process, and get really comfortable with your feelings on this. You know, talk it over with your partner or your family, whoever, and just really come to a place where you can say, you know what, it sucks that she's upset. I obviously didn't, you know, want to do anything that would cause her to feel this way, but I made the decision for this reason and I'm, you know, I'm happy with it. And if you have to have that conversation with your partner again to sort of say, hey, how do we decide on the guest list? Can we go back over it? You know, why, why do we cut Beth and, and really come to a place where you accept that you have made that decision and you're happy with it and your feelings are kind of in check, then you can go back and chat with Beth. So the next step after you've sort of taken your beat is to acknowledge the other person. Um, on the surface, you know, it's kind of silly to say, 
like, ugh, who's going to be mad that they're, you know, they're not invited to this thing. It's, you know, I, we only had so much money. We only had so much space. It's just one day who cares. But, you know, as we know, as <laughs> the whole wedding industry really is built on this, there's a lot of emotions tied up in weddings, right? Like, you know, maybe Beth had always thought she'd be in the wedding party, or maybe she envisioned herself catching the bouquet, dancing at your wedding, giving a speech, maybe, I don't know, she had found something on Etsy a couple years ago she thought would make a great gift. Maybe you guys talked about weddings late night in your freshman year, staying up, you know, late at the dorms, and, and you guys gabbed weddings together, who knows. But people have a lot of emotions tied up in it. And I mean, this Beth example, maybe not the best one, but maybe if it's a family member, somebody who has known you since, you know, before you were born, they might have been thinking about your wedding for a long time. So it's natural for people to be more caught up in this decision rather than, oh, you know, they didn't invite me to a birthday party or something like that, right? So if you have the capacity, I think it's really nice to make space to hear this person out, to have a conversation with them, try to clear the air. This is only if you have the capacity. I mean, if Beth is sending you this on, you know, a text message three days before your wedding and you're about to pull your hair out because another vendor just told you they can't make it and your venue might be shutting down and, your dress has a huge rip in it or your partner's dress, you know, didn't get here in time, whatever it is, you know, let it go. You don't have the capacity to handle Beth right now. This can wait. But if you do have the capacity, not even just the time, but the emotional capacity to take on someone else's feelings, it's really nice if you can make the space. So, if, you know, if Beth sends you that text message, fight against your inner millennial and pick up the phone and call her and say, hey, let's talk about it. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear you feel that way. Let's, let's chat. Let me know. Tell me how you're feeling. What happened? Why are you hurt? And really go through it. You don't necessarily have to apologize. I mean, you don't need to be like, oh, Beth, I'm so sorry. I, you know, I really wish blah, blah, blah. You don't have to lie. You should stand ground in your own decisions. You know, that's why we had that time where we took a beat to make sure that you're comfortable with your decisions and your feelings. So you can back yourself on everything you've said. And, you know, don't throw anyone else under the bus. Don't blame it on your partner or your mom or anything like that. But feel free to blame it on COVID and the venue. That's fine. Totally throw them under the bus. Um, but, you know, it, it is nice to be sympathetic and understanding because Beth might really appreciate that, right? Like she might really appreciate you taking the time to tell her how you feel and that obviously, you know, if you had all the money and all the time and all the, I don't know, pandemic fighting powers in the world, absolutely you would invite her to your wedding. But unfortunately, that's not the situation. Okay, so you have your conversation with Beth, you air out everything you need to air out, you talk about it, you commiserate, you know, you let her know you feel for her, you never want her to wanted to hurt her. But at the end of the day, you stand by your decision. And unfortunately, she's not able to make it to the wedding. All right, we have the wedding. Beth's not there. You still have the best day of your life. But then you have this, you know, possibly this issue. You have this relationship with Beth that you still need to figure out. So I know we all know the phrase, time heals all wounds. Um, that, that might be really true. Try to think in your own experience, you know, is there a wedding you went to a few years ago that you just have zero recollection of? I know for me, I went to a couple weddings in 2016 and I couldn't tell you what the centerpiece looks like. I couldn't tell you what other people wore. I couldn't tell you what we danced to. I could barely tell you what we ate. And I was in those weddings, which means I knew about a lot of those things ahead of time. I was in all the photos. I was a big part of the day. And I still have very, very few details <laughs> that I remember, you know, five or six years later. So the same is true for your wedding. Uh, sorry to break it to you, but honestly, 
no one cares about your wedding as much as you do. And no one's going to remember it in a few years from now. Of course, they'll remember, you know, you got married. They might remember a few things here and there, but no one's going to remember the details. And, you know, they're not going to be talking about it anymore. So hopefully this isn't a situation where the next time you see Beth, you know, it's all about the wedding because it really won't be your weddings. It's one day. It's a special day, but it's just one day. So there's going to be other things that come up. It's not going to be the big topic forever and ever. So this might be a situation with Beth where you kind of just need some time. You know, she's not quite ready to chat with you yet. She doesn't want to see all your photos on social media. And maybe you're not quite ready to chat with her yet. Maybe when you guys had your initial discussion about why she's not coming, she said some things that kind of hurt you. So you can both, you know, take some time, but don't let resentment build. You know, I've said in previous episodes, don't sacrifice relationships for your one day wedding, right? I mean, a lot of people lose friends over weddings and that sucks. And I know people say, oh, you know, I was planning my wedding and and her true colors, I'm sorry, I'm using the female uh, pronouns here, but more often they're not, it's brides talking about, you know, people in their wedding party or guests and they say, oh, her true colors came out when she wouldn't, you know, pick up the phone when I called her about our dress fitting or when she barely planned anything for my bachelorette party and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, is that, are those her true colors or are weddings super stressful? Did you have really high expectations and you didn't communicate? Why would that be her true colors versus the 10 years of friendship you had leading up to the wedding, right? Like don't throw out a friendship over a one day event is, is my opinion. <laughs> so don't let that resentment build. Try to reach out to Beth, you know, send her a nice message. Even if you guys aren't ready to chat and be best of friends again, you can still communicate and leave those, you know, lines open. If this is a situation where Beth is really holding a grudge and she's still, you know, bringing this up and being mean about it and really is not ready to be your friend again, then maybe that's a situation where you do kind of want to re-examine that relationship. If you've taken the time to communicate, air out all of the dirty laundry to really get at the feelings, you've said your piece, she's said her piece, and you guys still aren't able to get over it, that sucks. Um, and hopefully that doesn't, that doesn't happen. Hopefully a wedding doesn't cause you to lose a friendship, but maybe, you know, maybe Beth's just not at that place where she's able to get over it. And then maybe it's a, a time when you sort of step back a little bit from the level of friendship that you guys did have before that. And that might mean that you have to have some really serious talks before you guys can get back to that same level of friendship. And that's probably a good thing in the long run, you know, teaching you some good communication skills. And, you know, we don't really talk to our friends about our feelings and, and things like that. You know, even when my best friends got married, there wasn't a lot of deep feeling talk. And there was definitely aspects of that wedding that rubbed me the wrong way. And I'm sure aspects of, you know, my behavior that rubbed them the wrong way. And we didn't have those conversations. So this might really just be a cool opportunity for you and Beth to get a little deeper and, and have some more talks about your friendship. And I know that sounds super therapisty and may not be something you want to do over brunch, but if the relationship is worth it and you want to really, really clear the air, then that's what you have to do. The good news is, even if Beth or whoever is not invited to your wedding, they're still a huge part of your life, right? Like, just because you don't get to come and watch me, you know, stand with my partner and kiss him, and I don't get to buy you a $50 cold chicken dinner, doesn't mean you're cut out of my life. You still get to be a part of my marriage and everything going forward just because you miss this one day. And that's that's kind of the whole point, right? Like we build weddings up as these crazy things, you know, we're planning for years and years and years and we're spending tens of thousands of dollars and it's every little detail has to be picture perfect centerpieces and 
gifts and cards and flowers and everything else. But the real point of the wedding, it's to celebrate your marriage, right? The wedding's just the start. The wedding is day one. Your marriage is all the days after that. So if guests are upset that they can't attend day one, no worries. Good news. You get to attend every other day after that. Like you can still hang out with me and my partner. We can go for dinner. We can chat relationships. We can, I don't know, exchange baby stories when we have babies or things like that. Like it's not, when you really get to the crux of what is the wedding, it's the celebration of the start of our marriage. You know, everyone is here because they support our marriage and our relationship. Then, then the great news is everyone can do that, whether or not they attend the wedding, right? So maybe if you're having those conversations with Beth and she just really can't get over the fact that she didn't make your top 25 list and isn't going to be there on that day, try to remind her what the wedding is about, what the wedding is for, that it's all about the marriage. And hopefully that helps her to kind of see that bigger picture that the, you know, the whole point of this is your marriage and hopefully she's happy for you and she's happy to be a part of the rest of your married life. If you need help deciding how to parse the Beths from the other people who are going to be on the guest list, check out episode two, where I talk about how to brutally cut your wedding guest list. Okay, so to recap, if someone is upset that they aren't able to attend your wedding, the first thing you need to do is recognize that you are not responsible for anyone else's feelings. It's not your fault that they feel that way. There's nothing you can do about it. Then you take a beat, process, feel your own feelings, make sure you're strong in your decision. Then you chat with the person, open those lines of communication, try to figure it out. If you're still having a hard time, try to give them some space or ready yourself to have some more serious conversations and possibly reevaluate that relationship. And finally, remember that just because somebody is not a part of your wedding doesn't mean they don't get to be a part of your married life. And go ahead and remind the person about that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it, and I hope you got something out of it. If you want to make my day, you can leave me a rating and review, subscribe so you don't miss another episode, and tell a friend about it. Remember, you shouldn't spend your wedding day managing other people's feelings. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.